Welcome to the Sound of Goshen, brought to you by the Goshen Chamber of Commerce and your community health system, Goshen Health. See what living vibrantly can mean for you. It starts with Goshen Health. Get strong, feel better, live vibrantly. Visit livevibrantly.com. This week's podcast episode, Sounds of Success. Welcome to the Sound of Goshen. I'm your host, Vince Turner, and today's episode is a special one. We're talking Sound of Success, featuring Wes and Adam Hirschberger of Mapletronics, celebrating 30 years serving customers and citizens here in Goshen and in Elkhart County. Sound of Success brought to you in part by Everance. Ground your finances in values like care, hope, and sharing. Everance. Well, Wes, we'll start with you because we respect our elders. But, okay. uh, you know, we were chatting a little bit before actually starting the program. Hard to believe it's been 30 years since this idea first came to fruition for you and your partners. I mean, I remember the old days when you were selling Radio Shack components. And then, lo and behold, here we go, um, uh, uh, Mapletronics. Is it kind of a is it kind of a great uh, a Grateful Dead kind of thing? What a long strange trip this has been. <laughs> it's been very much a long strange trip. <laughs> when you look at what we were when we started and what we are today, it's just obviously not the same company. Completely, totally, completely. Mm-hmm. Which is amazing how the community has supported us all the way through, uh, allowing us to change and allowing us to fill the needs um, as we saw them and as they uh, uh, identified them to us. So it's been a good good ride that way. Let me go back 30 years yeah. uh, when you decided to take the plunge that I'm going to do this on my own. You know, at just Linway Plaza was the was your first location or your... Actually, it was out by uh, Menards. Oh, my there, goodness. Uh, yeah. Walmart. Okay. It was at the time before City yeah. And and then and then Linway and right. and then out to your current location on Wilden Road or what have you. What was it that that what was in the vision? What was what was it that said, you know, I can do this. We can do this. So in the beginning, it was really a retail type of sales thing. Uh, for us, it was you know I grew up in the appliance business and was retail sales. So Radio Shack was a spinoff. It was natural for me. And then mm-hmm. when we started building PCs, well, actually. Um, I failed miserably at at selling PCs. (laughs) So I I contacted a buddy of mine in Wabash, Indiana, and he took me through the process of uh, how to build PCs, how to source the products right, how to make sure that I wasn't selling gray market or black market stuff. Mm -hmm. He was a really big help, a a good good mentor of mine. Um, And that's how it got started. So it was all about sales and it was all about volume at the time. So it was kind of like the Dell type of story to begin with, Mm -hmm. but quickly changed. Well, and in in it's been add on in addition to morphing and evolving. Um, so, it, as you go through that process, that that five, ten, fifteen year process, um, talk us about some of the major changes because you're not just selling laptops anymore; you're selling information technology. So, you know, I think when we really figured out what we really wanted to do, we wanted to impact lives. We wanted to make a difference in people's lives, and then in order to do that, you had to. Um, you had to wrap services around what you were doing and you had to find ways that what you were selling, what we were selling mm-hmm. and what we were delivering was going to make a difference in the people's businesses and how they did production and how they uh, took care of patients, how they, whatever it was that their mm-hmm. business was. We really started focusing on that. We really changed that in about 97, but things changed dramatically. And when we changed that way, we realized that we weren't we had no aspirations to be at Dell. Mm-hmm. We had no aspirations to go down that path. We had aspirations to uh, sit with people and say and understand their business, and then 
how we could help them develop their business, grow their business through using technology. Mm -hmm. So it's got to be a thrill for you too, celebrating 30 years. Um, the thrill now is of you stepping back a little bit and uh, handing it off to Adam, uh, who is here with us today. Talk about that process as well. You know, kind of how kind of the Abraham coming on to Isaac kind of thing. <laughs> but uh, but but how how that's something you couldn't have thought about 30 years ago. But as the as the years have gone by. What a great thing it is for you to be able to hand it off to somebody in the family and his team. So what's, what's what really happened on this whole thing is, is you know, at first I, there was just no way I was really going to set the business up to have Adam or mm -hmm. the kids come in unless they really wanted to. Um, and Adam took off for some years um, working at Gartner and other places. Mm -hmm. And in the time, in the meantime, we merged our company with uh, Blue Star, John Morningstar. Right. And John, John's not currently our president. And, um, when, when we started talking a little bit more with Adam and I started recruiting heavier with Adam, brought him in, he, he runs everything on the sales and marketing and business development side, anything revenue related, while John then runs everything on the operations side. Mm -hmm. And it was really fulfilling to be able to take what I was doing and watching two younger guys and take it and actually run with it and doing better with it mm -hmm. than what I was doing um, at the time. I'm not discounting what we did in the first, you know, first 28 right. years, but in the last couple of years, watching these guys work as a team has been. Well, that's the ultimate goal is to build. I mean, you handed them a foundation and then sit back and, and, and watch them build. Adam, I guess um, one of the first questions I thought about in preparing for our conversation today is you watch this growing up. I mean, it, it's and and as you watched, what did you come to appreciate about, about, dad's and his team's um, commitment to community, to the business, uh, to making things better? Yeah, that's a great question. You know, I think the biggest thing there is observing and watching how not only uh, a dad and, and, you know, the example that he would set and the way that he treated people, but also the rest of the organization as a whole, the way they treat people. And technology is an ever-evolving thing. It's a complicated issue. It can be a bit intimidating at times mm -hmm. um, and just the way that that organization and the people that I grew up around would take the time to slow down and we, we call it translating technology or translating geek into English but taking the time to care for people and all right let's let's step through this together well, what let's talk about the business impact of technology rather than me being over here throwing acronyms at you, you mm -hmm. know, it's a, a bit of a different conversation and so that was something that I was really admired growing up watching the thing from the outside. This is a bit simplistic, but at the same time, I think it, it helps people, especially in, in my demographic, understand where Mapletronics has evolved, is that when Wes started the business, Wes and his team started the business, IT, computers, those kind of things were kind of an add-on. 30 years later, what you're talking to people with, especially in business and industry, it's a starting point, not an add-on. Absolutely. You think of the, the fastest growing companies in the world, the startups of the world, right? It's, it's all technology companies. It mm -hmm. drives business as we, as we know it today. It's a really, really fun, really exciting time to be in the industry. Um, you know, I, people ask what we do as a business, right? And yeah, we do. Uh, it's, it's a managed service provider. We do IT outsourcing, right? But we're really, really rapidly evolving into a security company, a mm -hmm. cybersecurity company. And that's all just based on how fast things change in our industry. It's, it's really, really fun to watch. 
So take us through the process. Um, when, you, when you describe what Mapletronics offers now, um, how do we put that into an elevator speech? Uh, think of your different business functions. You have HR, you have finance, and one of those functions is information technology, mm -hmm. IT, right? Mapletronics is a full stack IT, I'm gonna call it outsourcing, um, but it's really all that service mentality wrapped around it. And not coming at you from a technology standpoint, but more coming at you from a business standpoint. So what are your expectations of your company? What are your expectations of, of IT? And what do you want that providing to your business? And then, all right, let's have a business conversation and map IT, not in a cookie cutter way, but in a way that meets. You mentioned, um, Wes, you mentioned taking on John Morningstar and now he's the president of the corporation and Adam, you're working in partnership with him as well. I, I want to talk a little bit about that because, and, and for both of you, Wes, for you, first of all, um, what did you see in John when, when you decided, you know, we need to go from competitor to partnership? So we went, uh, uh, there's, there's a book called uh, Traction or the EOS system. Mm -hmm. And in there, they talk about, um, you know, guys, guys like me who are like, let's go and let's do 16,000 different things at one time and let's go flying after them. Um, what we do is we end up running over our teams and you really need somebody that's an integrator, somebody who can take and step-by-step step take what your ideas are and mm -hmm. put them into place and actually function, make them function. Sat down and started talking with John quite a bit, and I realized that he's a, just a great integrator. Mm -hmm. He thinks in logical next steps, where I think in okay, that's great. That was a, that was one shot. Let's go. Let's go shoot sixteen more times. Let's see what happens. Yeah. And Adam, he thinks a little bit more like I do. Mm -hmm. So putting those two guys together and breaking that that work up, it just was a phenomenal uh, move for me. So that's so, him. It was, so if you were a biblical character, you'd be Peter. You'd be ready, fire. I would aim. be, yes, exactly. I'd totally be Peter. John would be Paul. Yeah, yeah, there we you got go. Him. Yeah, yeah. So, Adam, talk about that partnership as well. What, what does John bring to the discussion for you now? What makes your partnership work? Oh, great question. So, it's that whole dichotomy that, uh, that Dad talked about, right? Uh, John and I can sit down and talk about the other side of the, of the cliff, right? Mm -hmm. the, the forward looking, the five years from now. Um, and we can get really excited about that and energized about that. Where John comes in is taking that across the cliff vision, breaking it down into a couple of steps and building a bridge for people. Whereas I might be, okay, what's the next cliff we can climb? What, what, what's the next hurdle for us to go over? And it, again, that whole integrator role that, that Wes talked about, it, he, he does such a good job with, with that, at building the next steps, casting the vision down for our entire organization to follow along with them. Mm -hmm. and, and we just work really, really well. So Adam, talk a little bit about the cybersecurity challenges that are out there. It's become the number one priority for businesses, has it not? Yeah, so one of the things that we saw, you know, I was telling a story about how back in the day I, I was in the business and I was kind of in that back room doing some of those, building the pieces and parts, plugging the wires in and stuff. And back then I couldn't really envision that being the thing. But then I took a couple of years away from the organization um, and dad started recruiting me back and almost from day one coming back into the organization that was kind of the major talking point it was let's look around what is kind of that looming priority for a lot of businesses not only in our community but in our state in our in our nation and, and what's the one place where we can really add a lot of value to business owners mm -hmm. and again that whole translating geek into business speed, yeah. right what a great opportunity for us to learn something new, dive in and really grasp something and really add a ton of value and help to our, our clients. So Wes, let's wind the clock back again 30 years. Um, 
Are these challenges you could have ever imagined back in the day? Oh my, no. I, I remember the first virus that we actually encountered. It took us uh, multiple times of trying to, you know, customer lost uh, their their data like mm-hmm. three times before we realized that they actually had a virus. And then we had to go on the old school bulletin boards, which is like the pre-internet thing to find <laughs> a way to fix this thing. And it's totally different. And in those days, I remember thinking, why would anybody ever, um, why would people do that? Mm-hmm. And in fact, in first, I, whenever there was a virus, we would fix it for free because we felt bad making money off of someone else's, you know, like a crime against them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it felt awful to begin with. Today, you know, we really work on the preventive side and we work with the, these guys came up with a security maturity model, which allows them to walk a client straight through of, hey, we want to be, we, we, we have these compliance things like HIPAA or PCI or whatever the compliance things are, issues are as a part of the business process. And they walk them right through to deciding what kind of tools, prevention, detection, anything else that they need along the way to make it work better for them. So big change. Would have never thought of this in, in a number of years ago, but it's really huge value. But a big challenge and all the more reason to call Adam and his team and John Morningstar and the rest. Let me bring it home with this. Wes, as you look at 30 years of Mapletronics and this celebration and the community celebrates with you, you personally and Mapletronics as an organization, very community involved. You're a former board chair here at the Chamber of Commerce. You've been involved with Goshen Health and been on the board there. You've given time to another a, a number of nonprofit organizations. Obviously, you've had a commitment to community as well as a commitment to business. You know, I, I would encourage everyone in business to give back to their community and actually don't even think about it that way. Uh, just be involved. Take the expertise and the knowledge that you have. Give it to other people. Give it away. Um, don't expect anything in return. But what, what's amazing out of this thing is somehow you just get totally blessed in the, on the backside. This community has um, supported Mapletronics, supported all the different companies that I've been involved in over the years in, in amazing, amazing ways. Not because I was community involved, but because mm-hmm. the, the, the natural tendency is those of us who are involved in community love to support each other and love to work with each other. So I want to go home with, with, with a question that, that on two flip sides. Adam, we'll start with you. When you look back over what your father and what his team has done over this last 30 years, and obviously you've seen positives or you wouldn't have come back into the organization, but what have you admired most about what you've seen in your dad over this last 30 years? I think one of the most impressive things about running and leading a business is the willingness to adapt. And our company today versus even where it was like three years ago when I joined the company, we've adapted so much over time. But that's something that we learned from Wes, right? Always keeping your eye on what's next and not being so unwilling to change that you're uh, acting in the detriment of, mm-hmm. of your business and of the community in general, right? And so that's something that I've really taken to heart. And I think our team in general has really taken to heart. It's, again, it's such a hard thing to do consistently in business. But you look at over the iterations of Mapletronics as a company, it's happened. Almost every three or four years, we, we've yeah. changed something pretty foundational about mm-hmm. our business, which mm-hmm. what, what an awesome team to be a part of to do that. So the flip side, Wes. What are the things you saw in Adam that you believe are going to carry this company to even greater heights? 
So his ability to be able to communicate is a, is a huge thing. Both John and Adam, and, 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 and I'm going to really dig into both of these guys, mm-hmm. they have the level of integrity that I've always tried to portray and to try to show. And I think that they can, they, they're just going to tell truth and they're just going to be men of integrity. And I think that's a huge, important thing. Uh, they have, they have no problem working hard. Mm -hmm. They have no problem working smart, you know, moving things and changing things. And they're both very, uh, both family and community, uh, minded, Uh, good men of faith as well. So I have Sounds like we followed in pretty good footsteps. Well, that's the truth. (laughs) (laughs) truth. (laughs) Guys, appreciate it. Wes Hirschberger, Adam Hirschberger. Um, Here's to 30 great years in this community. And Adam, don't want to don't want to commit you to too much, but here's to 30 uh, great years to follow. Right? (laughs) Sounds good. This is Sound of Success, part of the Sound of Goshen here at the Goshen Chamber of Commerce. Remember, the Sound of Goshen features the sound of the economy the sound of success, the sound of service, and sounds around town. Sounds of success brought to you in part today by Everance. Ground your finances in values like care, hope, and sharing. Everance, I'm your host, Vince Turner.